Yeah, you push that button there, and you push that button here. Oh, look at that. It's automatically recording like it's supposed to. It's a magical and wonderful time it is. Where am I going with these accents today? Jim, it's just like I said, Jimmy Jim. It's like I said, just stop sucking so much. Cause you suck, Jimmy. What's up? How's it going? Welcome to hell. Nope. Ah, good afternoon, everybody. No, I don't like that one either. <laughs> it feels so weird doing an intro when I have no idea what state of mind you were in when you push play on these things. Like, I don't know, am I supposed to be like, what's up? Welcome to Like I Said. Or am I going to be like, good morning. Today we're talking about the third and fourth rule of the satanic rules of the earth. I am your host, Satan. Like, no, I don't I feel like that's too boring. I can imagine if I talked that way the entire episode. It's absolutely ridiculous. But I can't just, like, pop up here and be like, Hi, let's get started. No, I don't like that either. I also don't like how myself breathe, but it is what it is at this point. So, hello. Just gonna go with that one. So, by now, you have probably figured out that I do not have a guest today because of my odd accent ranting that I have always started off with. Yeah. I was supposed to have Triton Nesbitt on here to talk about the third and the fourth rule. That part was true. But unfortunately, due to hardware issues and scheduling problems because life happens, he couldn't be here early enough to record an episode to catch it in time for the release. So, instead of trying to find someone within like 48 hours, I just figured, fuck it. I'm just gonna do it on my own. I'm gonna talk about the rules by myself, and I'm gonna ask you a lot of questions. And hopefully, through a long process of trial and error, you will be able to telepathically respond in real time. I believe in you. I believe in you. And without a further ado, let's get this shit started. So last time, I talked about the first and second rule with the professor. And real quick, I want to go back and kind of, you know, do a little recap. Let you, uh, get a nice reminder of the first two rules are before we move on to the third and fourth. So the first one... Do not give opinions or advice unless you are asked. It's fucking solid still. God, I love it. <sighs> so much time saved with that one. Number two. Do not tell your troubles to others unless you are sure they want to hear them. Also, a brilliant, wonderful tool to making friends and being around other people. 
Now, I just realized one of the flaws with that one is unless you are sure they want to hear them. A lot of people probably are not so good at being sure or unsure. Wait, no, that's not what I meant to say. <laughs> I meant to say they're not so good at being sure whether the person does or does not want to hear their, their troubles. <laughs> not... <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's that's probably gonna have to be something that you pick up along the way. Oh my god, that made me tear up a little bit there for a second. <laughs> but both of those are pretty closely related. Uh, professor and I had a great conversation talking about it. We're both very passionate about fucking people bombarding you with their bullshit when it's very clear on your face and your. Your emotions and your body language and all that stuff that they should just fucking shut up and move on. So, recap accomplished number three. When in another's lair, show him respect or else do not go there. Period. Fucking A, that one's pretty self explanatory. Which a lot of these are. Well, actually, no, the next one's kind of. It's kind of gray area, but we'll get to that. This one, I don't know. I love it. And it's literally one of my absolute biggest, biggest pet peeves. It is so infuriating when you have someone come into your home and you just spend like the last three goddamn hours spotlessly cleaning it and it looks so good. And then all of a sudden they just come in. They don't even try to like wipe their feet or throw their trash away. This leave like dirty dishes in the sink and like granted most of the time people don't want you to do your dishes or put your dishes in the dishwasher they're going to tell you to leave them in the sink cool but ask show some maturity and just ask you don't have to be a dick about it don't make yourself at home you fucking slob have some pride and respect for who you are actually just just have respect for the person in their house like it tells you to. And it shows a lot about a person, about the way they act in another person's home or... See, it says lair, which is pretty old school. LeFay wrote these in 1967, or at least they were published in 1967. I'm like, bro, who the fuck calls their place lair? A weirdo. But it's like a whole other level of fucking assholery to disrespect someone in their own house. Or not even like respect their house or their property or anything. You're just gonna go in there and just fuck shit up because... Because why? What are you doing? What are you gaining? Are you just that fucking stupid that you have no idea you're being a complete a putz about it? I feel like that is a fundamental sign of complete ignorance. Seriously, like, do you not have any respect for any other people? 
the first time I see someone being like sloppy or disrespectful in a house, I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? In any other given situation, like of survival, outside of this elevated sense of society, the motherfucker would have been like killed right then and there. Like old school, like mobster mafia rules. Like you don't go into a mafia or mobster's home or a lair and disrespect them there because you know you're going to fucking die. You're not coming out of there alive. No. <laughs> you're going to do whatever they ask you to. I mean, you don't need to be like a spineless twat bag about it. But you definitely are going to show them respect. Granted, you're not going to fucking get beat the shit if you disrespect someone in any other random given situation. But I mean, you gotta gotta be rude about it. You could totally be nice. You know what? You can even go a step further. You could bring brownies with you. Talk about that. That is a bridge building tool right there. Showing up with food? Absolutely. Damn, I started talking about snacks. I'm gonna get way off subject with that one. Alright, back track back on track no more no more brownies mm. Mm. you know it, it's also a little twofold too because if you it doesn't even say like you're being rude but you could definitely be disrespectful in the, in the way that someone governs their house so if there are specific rules or like there's like a law and order of which the house operates and every house pretty much has one if there is no law and order, then the house is probably a disgusting pigsty of filth and trash and moldy food and science experiments and smells and cat pee and... <coughs> so you gotta have law and order, you know? Constructed ways to live your life without just... Being a disgusting human, barbarian peasant. Ugh. But if you're going in there and you just immediately, like suppose you don't take your shoes off, like you don't even have to ask. But it is a nice sign of respect if you do ask. You could just look around. Do you see other people wearing shoes? No? Oh my god. Take your fucking shoes off. Okay. You probably see... Probably be, 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 be. God fucking shit. You probably see shoes all by the door. Good sign. Bingo. Situational awareness. Take your shoes off. Show some respect. Because if you don't, and that motherfucker's got kids, and them motherfucking kids see your motherfucking shoes on your motherfucking feet. Well, guess what? Now they're going to think about that next time they come in the house and like, well... If Uncle Jimmy didn't take his shoes off, then I'm not taking mine off. So I'm going to run around the house and I bet you that kid has dirty shoes. Oh, God, they always have dirty shoes. Just dirt all over the house. Disrupted law and order. Unintentionally. Just because you didn't pay attention and take your shoes off. It's just, it's just a sign of respect. You're not going to... Do all these things. You're not going to like whip out a cigarette and probably light it in someone's living room, are you? It was in the 1950s. No. 
Did I get that arrow right? Maybe. I was not there. But it's just not something you do these days. It, it takes absolutely zero, like, extra effort. Okay, maybe. Yeah, that's a little extreme. All right, let's give it a... Let's quantify it. How much effort, and percentage-wise, do you think it would take to show someone respect in their own home? Given if you're outside of the home, how you would normally treat them. And I'm hoping if you're not a fucking dick, then you're probably going to treat them pretty decently, right? Because you would hopefully have no other reason not to. So I would say 5% extra effort of showing them more respect in their own home. Because why else would you be there? You don't need to go into someone's home if you're not going to respect them. Unless you're like declaring war. But those are apocalypse rules. And we're not going to get into that right now. Everything changes in the apocalypse. One time I had a buddy who would come over to my house. And I don't know if you can tell by the repeated ranting and specific details. But good God, the dude was a fucking slob. It was disgusting. I would get there, and m dude, yeah, okay, I gave him a key. He was a good friend, okay? He was a good friend, and I asked for this. I asked, but you're listening to this, so you also asked to hear the story, so I'm going to fucking tell it, okay? Okay? I'm just, I'm just going to do it. So he would get there and hang out and wait for me to get off of work. I would get off of work and get there, and... Fucking 30 minutes, I swear to you, 30 minutes, there somehow was like leftover pizza boxes, empty Gatorade bottles, just nasty trash piling up, and then he would have like a dog, and then the dog would just have its toys and just other shredded things all about the house. I'm like, this is not your place. This is not where you live. But it very well may be the place that you die. Get out of my house and give me my key back. I wouldn't say necessarily ended our friendship. But I definitely didn't handle it well. And that's on me. I let it go too far before I said something. That was my place. You should say something. I'll remember that for next time. Oh, all right, shuddering. Mm. Now, a great way to think about being polite and respectful in another person's home, if you are a dick and you're now asking yourself, well, what do I get out of it? Well, let me tell you something. It will prevent number four. If a guest in your lair annoys you, Treat him cruelly and without mercy. Right? Guess what? If you're disrespecting me in my house, that shit's annoying. So guess what? Oh, I'm fucking treating you cruelly and so much without mercy. Easily avoidable. Like, if you... Okay, there are a few things with this. But I'm, I'm a little on the fence with number four. It's pretty great, like I said. Because the term annoys is, it's loose, right? It's loose. 
if someone is in <laughs> loose, if someone is in your place, and I don't know, their existence annoys you, but they're not actually doing anything. That's kind of where I have a problem. Like, what if they showed up with someone else, and there's no really way around it? Like, I don't think you should treat them cruelly and without mercy if they're not actually doing anything. Like, if just their existence is really what's bothering you, then you don't really need to be a dick about it. But you could very easily follow rule number three if you're that person and if you're just going to show them respect and not say a word and just maybe, like, stare in a corner, then that probably wouldn't be too annoying so maybe you would not be treated with cruelty and without mercy. But that's also going to assume that you're reading this rule and following it to the T. Which I know a lot of people like to do down here. I like to read books and take it for facts. Which is fun. I too worship Harry Potter. I'm just kidding. Or am I? But seriously, I don't think this applies to like little annoyances like that i think if someone is purposely coming into your house or lair to annoy you then most definitely do not passively tolerate that shit handle it get them out of your house or don't actually if you're going to have a good time cruelly and mercilessly treating them and then treat away, motherfucker. Because they asked for it. They're going to be like that in your place? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. I still think it would be a smarter and more mature path just to like ask them to leave or stop. Or shut the fuck up, maybe. But I guess... I mean, all that being said... It's kind of hard to tell someone that they don't have the right to say whatever they want in their own home when the person they're probably saying it to doesn't have to be there. So, uh, it's a weird gray area, like I'm saying. It's, it's a strange one. And I don't know, I don't, I'm hoping it doesn't mean physical violence. But I guess it depends on the level of annoyance there. I don't know. Maybe just like a nice clock to the jaw and set the motherfucker straight. Like, hey, hey, you're being a dick. Oh, well, sorry. And then move on. Like that reenactment? That was great. I don't know. I've never had anyone that annoying that I wanted to treat cruelly and without mercy in my, in my lair. Because I'm also the person that is not going to let a motherfucker in my lair if they're going to bug me that much. So, it's very interesting. I would like to hear stories from other people that may have like examples of this or times where they were in someone else's place and realized that they were being the annoying one. I don't know. I don't know if there are many out there. Like a lot of the times, if you're going to be the annoying prick, you probably have no fucking clue that you are the annoying prick. So maybe if you're treated cruelly and without mercy, you would <laughs> you would definitely know by that standard that you are the annoying prick. I feel like no one in the South is that is that rude though. 
<laughs> to your face. To your face. That caveat is very important in this situation. You know, this rule is even somewhat covered in a law and order kind of viewpoint. Because if you trespass on someone's land, you're completely victim to whatever befalls you. We have full right to whip out that shotgun and be like, hey, bo, what you doing, huh? What you think you're going to be doing over there in my land? Uh, I don't think so. And you're like, oh, I fucked up. And you take off running through the corn maze and they're chasing you and there's dogs in the background. And gray shadow flies past you and like, oh shit, there's dementors here. But that's easily avoidable as long as you're just not that person in their safety zone. Because that's essentially what homes and lairs are supposed to be. Unless you're talking about like superhero and villain layers, because that's like a whole other ball game. If you really break down to it, that's like super like home base quarters, privacy, safety net. Like you, there's no way that you should be in there at all. Like imagine if you went into Batman's cave. I just said Batman. Batman's cave. And you were, <laughs> you were annoying the piss out of Batman. He'd probably just throw you off on the ledges and you'd just fall into darkness and death and be eaten about whatever is the bottom of his cave. Because I feel like in most of his caves, there's like a plummet to death and darkness. I don't know if he's like on the ground in most of them. I'm getting off subject again. But all you have to do is not be that person. I feel like people are definitely more on edge at home if you are bothering them. Because that's where they go to, like, fucking relax. No one goes home and wants to be annoyed. No one. Obviously. There's so many domestic problems at home already as it is. That's where people are trying to shut off their brains and relax and recharge and get back to normal so they can go out and deal with more people. Because it's hard dealing with people. It's so not easy to do. Especially if you have the sight and the ears. And a lot of you are like, what the hell is he talking about now? I guess I'm just talking about just knowing when people are being obnoxious by seeing it or hearing it. You're like, oh, nope. That was that was too far. You went one too far. Or you shared one too many things. Or you're annoying the piss out of that person. And I can tell because their left eye is twitching. And I swear to God, if you don't stop right now, they're probably going to whip out a butter knife and chop your mouth off. Like, one of those things. You can pick up on those. Easy. You look at it. But I guess, like I said, annoying is different to everyone else. So maybe you just... Or, you just don't know. And maybe you need people to be a little cruel with you so that you understand what's going on. That That's a different twist to this. Ladies and gentlemen, I do believe we found a different perspective all through my rambling without the help of a guest to give me different ideas. How interesting. Imagine if you were the person that went through life and changed the way they acted based upon the responses and the way they were treated 
by others. Hmm. That is quite the outlandish way of thinking. I just don't know so many people that do that. <laughs> do that. That's why you're all supposed to be doing it. Pay attention to people's reactions. Don't disrespect them in their own house. If you can't promise to live up to that, don't fucking go in there. Rule number three. And expect to be treated poorly if you're treating someone poorly in their own house. Rule number four. Simple. Side by side. I mean, come on. You got this. Said that a million times. You don't have to ruin someone's life just because you are who you are. You can be self-aware and just not be who you are around the person where they are trying to shed off the layers of society in their own home. That's like solicitors. That's why everyone fucking hates like door-to-door salesmen. Like You're going to come into my house? My kingdom? You're going to knock on my front door? You're going to interrupt my Netflix binging? You're going to make my fat ass get off the couch? And then you're going to try and sell me on some overpriced solar panels that is eventually going to pay off in 30 years? I don't think so, Brad. Okay. I was trying to go for a common name there, and I just yelled out, Brad. So, Brad, if you're listening... You're just a victim of a common name. Oh, <laughs> how many brads are out there listening? I don't really know. Probably none of you, actually, which is good. If you are, Brad, go ahead and email me in. See if you've been that person trying to sell solar panels. That'd be hilarious. I'm just assuming they're overpriced. I've never heard of anyone that actually thought it was a good investment after they got swindled into it. Ooh. Swindled into solar energy. How many people are gonna get upset about that one? I bring it on, because I don't have the facts. I'm no professional here. I don't sell solar panels. I'm just the guy that's rambling and ranting about people being annoying in their own homes and how insanely rude and unnecessary it is to be that person. Honestly, you could just, it doesn't even have to be their own homes. Like, imagine if you're at work and you have like a coworker that's just being an annoying shit pan. That sounds, that's, that's almost worse because you probably see that person more often than you see someone in your own home that like pops up and bothers you unexpectedly. Like, whoa, every single day I have to deal with this person that won't stop, but definitely not the situation to treat them cruelly and without mercy 1000% not the situation don't do that okay there's a better way to talk to someone in that situation I would say take it more mature slow it down come up with a plan of attack because you need to keep that bridge alive you need to know how to communicate further with that person and you can't just do that if you're slinging around like uh you know accusations and bad words and you're just slamming fist on tables that's not going to create a happy environment in your working layer so don't treat people cruelly 
where you also have to work with them every single day. Also, common sense. Ha ha ha. Another fun thing that is under the category of common sense that we all seem to think we all have and should have, yet we all have different variations of said category. Isn't it wonderful and grand, everybody? Indeed it is. (laughs) I'm over here just thinking about all the different ways that you could definitely screw with someone if they're really trying like pissing you off that much in your own place like offering different drinks like oh let me make you a coffee how would you like your coffee mm, okay two creams and one sugar you got it and dump a bunch of like salt Ooh, you could put laxative in there that's some um, well that's um this is from a movie parent trap it's parent trap do the laxative no is it heavyweights? I think it's heavyweights. Because they put it in a smoothie and I think they give it to Ben Stiller and he has to drink it. Or he does drink it. Or he thinks it's something. I think it's protein. Whatever. Just watch the movie. It's hilarious. But what an awesome, fantastic. Oh, no, that's not a good way because then they're definitely going to go and die in your bathroom. And oh, oh, that is not something that you're going to want to clean up. Believe me. You could also give like a lactose intolerant person some kind of lactose. That would suck. That would be so cruel. And I would know. I'm victim of such a problem. It's just so, so bad. Oh my god. Nah, I mean, a lot of those things take so much effort. Who has that much effort to really, like, mistreat someone in their own home if they're being treated that poorly? I wonder if that applies to police. Like, people who barge and force themselves into your house. Hmm. It's very interesting. But that's, you know, that's pretty much all I got, guys. It It is. I really tried to string this one together as long as I could possibly make it, but I can only rant and talk so much and come up with different ideas off the top of my head. But if I don't have anyone to bounce off of, then I get to my point rather quickly because I'm not going to sit here and debate myself. At least I'm not that good at it yet. So if that's what you were hoping for, that's not what you're getting. I'm going to wrap it up, though. Just to make it easy, because I don't want to sit here and listen to myself just try and fill in empty air. There's no point to that. And I don't think that's what you want to listen to either. So that's not what I'm going to give you. If it is something you want to listen to, then... Okay. Send me an email let me know. No one has sent me an email yet. All you people, just talk to me in person, which is equally as acceptable. So keep up the good work, everybody. Remember, rules one, two, three, and four so far. Think about those during your day. And if you didn't listen to the Sunday Delight this week, I highly suggest it. Because it's all about not apologizing all the damn time. Because you just don't need to do that. It's so wildly 
unnecessary and sometimes it's frankly very annoying just stop it already are you actually sorry and if you are that's a different problem that we should probably solve are you just trying to make yourself small so people don't create any kind of conflict well what's the underlying issue in this situation you should probably figure that out but whatever it is stop stop apologizing so much but I also talked with Eric on that one, which is pretty ridiculous because we had a few brewskis in us. It was good. It was loud. It was a mini fire in the studio. It was a good time. So I say check that one out. And wait for next week as we discuss five and six of the 11 satanic rules of the earth. Looking forward to that. I think that one's going to be a particularly good one if I can get the guest I want on there. So cross your fingers. Because I think it's going to be worth it. <laughs> oh. So random. <laughs> oh, I am quite the character. I totally agree with you. And that's going to be it. Seriously, though, thanks for listening. And there are going to be some big, exciting things happening in the studio lately. And so hopefully I will be sharing more things with you very soon if you picking up what i'm putting down but you can't because i haven't put anything down yet but you will get your picking up muscles ready hit the gym work on those those lats yeah i'm pretty sure that's what i'm talking about here fuck i sound like an idiot okay bye Hello, hello. This episode is brought to you by Baked Cat Studio, which is the place where the podcast is hosted from, obviously, because that's how you pretty much find out that episodes are going. We are working on a lot of graphic illustrations that can go really well with your business or fun event. It doesn't even have to be a business, whatever you're about. You know, we got bigger, faster, more amazing tools to accomplish any graphic design or illustration or logo, sticker, t-shirt, whatever you want to do. You want a custom painting? Cool. We got you. We just want to work with you. We want to have fun ideas. You know, if you got something creative, let's try to figure it out. You know, Baked Cat Studio. We're in Somerville inside of a coffee shop. It's absolutely delicious. Coastal Coffee Roasters. You know how it is. And I think I am rambling. And that is enough of that. I will say, and this is not really brought to you by this company, but a more like a big shout out and thank you to Oak Road Brewery. They have definitely helped support this podcast in innumerable ways, and I have yet to give them a proper shout-out. So I will do that at a later time when I know for a fact that I'm not going to muck anything up because they're a little bit more professional than I am. So, But I did want to say thank you on air, and I appreciate all the help that I have so far. You guys are just so great, and I love drinking your beer. Oh my god. Okay, I'm getting emotional now. If you want to get in contact with us, you can email bakedcatstudio at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, 
our website, baitcatstudio.com, and of course, Twitter. If you type in baitcatstudio, it'll be the one with the number in it since I'm locked out of the other one. I don't know how long one I have to continue to say that. But, like I said, it's there. All right, guys, go forth. Enjoy your weekend. Don't be a dick.